0: Before you believe that you are hearing or listening to an old podcast, let me tell you, it is not. It is July, it is 2023, and we are back. Back
1: again.
0: Boom. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Ranting Parents. Yay. A question (laughs) I have got before is, is, why is the quoting on the ranting? Do you know?
1: I don't remember, to be quite frank.
0: I believe it's because ranting is kind of too strong.
1: <laughs> yeah, we just needed a safe, safe space to decompress sometime. Not, like, actually be super rude or, you know. We just wanted to leave all all that tension. Yeah,
0: so that's why we have quotes in the ranting. Okay, thank you for the episode, but no, just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, that was weird. <laughs> it's not weird. It is. Okay.
0: <laughs> this is this is what my life has been for the last... Since the last episode has been, what, like a year and a half?
1: Yes, it has been a very long time, lots of things going on. And unfortunately, again, life, it's life, and it's super, super unexpected in every end. But I love the constant in our life. It's that you and I are happily happily married and that hasn't changed and I won't change hell yeah so
0: (laughs) there yeah a lot of changes have happened um some positive some okay some stuff still the same we still have one dog and one kid and
1: that will stay like that
0: and it will stay like that yeah okay (laughs) so so what happened now then We have been absent for one year, give or take, since 2021, mid-year, so we will be two years. My math is poor.
1: It's better than mine, for sure.
0: (laughs) So what brings us today, Val, to this... Oh,
1: I wanted to talk a little bit more about discipline and how it was back then and how it's kind of what we do now.
0: You know, it's funny because it's like we are talking discipline. Like we have been with this person. <laughs> no, but in all honesty, um, the intention it is to actually make it make it better this time. And uh, this is a great topic to start.
1: And just as a, a reminder, we're not experts. We have no training on this. We're just sharing our experience and what works for our uh, divergent daughter and our life.
0: That's correct. And we have, then, if you consider about it, professional experience, she's four years old. She will be five in November. So we are kind of the five-year experience. We can apply for a promotion. Just saying.
1: <laughs> well, I'm already used to her being this age. So yeah, I cannot, I'm not going to even start thinking about how her life will be in a couple of years from now.
0: Stay tuned, because we will in other episodes. <laughs> Just for now. Okay, so discipline. Okay, let me think. How was my life in discipline? Because, again, we are newly, to an extent, parents.
1: Yeah, that's true. And we come from similar backgrounds, but still, everyone is a bit different.
0: Yeah. Well, because of our age, not disclosed here yet. <laughs> we come from a generation of parents that were a bit different than the parents today. Uh, at least in my experience, my family is actually very modern in that sense. Uh, my mom and dad raised me. Um, they have, the reason why I'm saying it's modern is that it wasn't just necessarily my dad dictating everything, but he was definitely a strong voice. Um, at who,
1: who would you say it was stronger?
0: You know, I will say that my dad speak louder that my mom was the owner of the house. Okay. At least in raising me particularly, she had, I will, I will believe, her. the last word was given by her. That hmm. usually she uses my dad, and, and uses is the right word, to scare the pants out of me. Okay. Because if I misbehave, like, if you continue like this, I will tell your dad and I will be terrified. Because when, even though my dad is not a terrifying person, particularly, uh, I will say that I was very afraid of him. He has, you know, he has this look of, in his face that is kind of terrifying. I don't know. He never, they never hit me much. Um, <laughs> yeah, to be quite honest and fair, I wasn't hit that much. I was a kid that um, I talk a lot, <laughs> Thank you. Mm. Um, But I used to talk a lot at at school. And uh, as a result, I had a a lot of meetings with my professors and my teachers. Saying It's true.
1: But if going to your early years, your mom says you're an angel and she barely, barely do anything to discipline you. Yeah,
0: but it's (laughs) it's true because I wasn't the classic kid that was just like, you know, climbing the walls and jumping like, hello, and just jumping around. I was more into little car toys and, and books and movies and quiet things I don't know but yeah I didn't have a lot of, of problems in that sense <laughs> one day uh, a lady told me like oh can, do you want to see a monkey and I was, I was and sometimes I still am a very naive guy and I was like yeah I want to see the monkey and they were taking me out of the house and everything thankfully I was found and that's, they,
1: they did take you out of the house and they kind of kidnapped you for quite some time
0: like for an hour. yeah and I was a kid back in the 90s in the in, in Colombia so yeah you can imagine my mom was very scared and thankfully they find me on time and of course my mom disciplined me strongly <laughs> that's that's perhaps the maddest she has been. Um, I have had problems in school here and there, but nothing major, to be honest. Um, So, I I would say that it's kind of me, I mean, the discipline at home was mostly my mom, my dad was used uh, as a deterrent for me to do stupid crap,
1: and mm, it moved like that. Well, it was really helpful for you because you're an only child. That's right. Yeah. So things are a bit different when you have...
0: I'm intrigued to know.
1: (laughs) Two siblings. So I'm the oldest of three. And I have one sister she's younger than me and then my brother he's the youngest of the three. Oh,
0: the baby yeah
1: yeah fun you gotta, times fun times
0: you gotta love that guy no, so for real.
1: he's awesome but um, it's all about your interaction with your siblings and I don't think and my mom can correct me anytime I wasn't a big issue in my house <laughs> I was a like role model kid great grades Best behaved, taking care of my other um, siblings. So, not I don't remember, or at least I don't. It can come to my mind uh, me being in trouble, like for something super, like being kidnapped or something. I was kidnapped later in life, but that's another story for another Mm -hmm. time. But not as a child. I think my biggest uh, times for me to be disciplined back then, it was just. why you're not taking care of your brother or your sister. Why did your sister did this? And why you're not doing it? Like why didn't you prevent this? And then it was like, okay, they tried to be fair. So if one did something, we all got punished. So fun 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 and <laughs> and my brother and my sister were kind of like firecrackers everywhere. But my mom uh, as your mom was not the last word, my dad was a salesman, so he kind of traveled around the country, and he came back, like, he left the house on Monday, he came back on Friday's afternoon, he was super tired, we kind of saw him quite, like, for a couple of hours and then go to sleep, then the next day, he uh, spent with us the whole day, then he played volleyball at night, got drunk, or not, like, got drunk, but he liked to drink, um, recreational, And then the next day it's again us, but it's just two days, like two days out of the whole week. So whenever my dad got to know something, he was like, okay, this is serious or something like that. I think my discipline problems came later in life, not as a child per se, but, um, I think, yeah, we also got hit. Like, I think Mm -hmm. it's very traditional in our cultures. And but I think um, negotiation was the best key for us, at least for me. So once we kind of like realized that we could come together as a group of siblings and you know defeat the big purpose, which was my mom, so it was a bit easier. Just we kind of like play by our own rules and supported each other, so it wasn't that bad.
0: It wasn't that bad.
1: Yeah, well, you know, siblings are <laughs> are um, three different personalities. So yeah. they don't want to do whatever you want to do. You're not interested in what they want to do. You have to give and take sometimes and just um, conciliate as well.
0: Conciliate, okay. Mm-hmm. What happened after? Like that's the, the child of you. But what happened with the teenager of you?
1: The teenager of me, well, I wanted to be like a normal teenager, but I think I always had like social problems. Even though you don't believe me that I'm socially awkward, I am. And anyone who knows me can tell you the same thing. Like, like knows me socially, not like... Uh...
0: Privately.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, but you're, you know, you're a you're, uh, couple. But, um, yeah, so I try to engage in most of the activities that i found interesting then my mom would a budget. so if i wanted to go to a party if she didn't know who it was where it was and blah 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 blah, i wouldn't go if it was an organized party like if you had to pay to get in it was a definitely no so i really had to choose where how who like you know choose your battles and but yeah That's that's mainly, you know, going out. Then boyfriends and all that. I think I only had one in high school. Pretty easygoing. Didn't last that long. But um, I don't think I had any issues with my parents about, you know, my boyfriend back then. Right. Gotcha. Mm Mm-hmm. How about you? You
0: know, my teenage... Years were very, very plain. To be honest, very, very mundane and not uneventful. Um, I will say that I was. Uh, I have always been a quiet kid, not a silent kid, but very quiet. I didn't make anything. At school, I was very vanilla. If you want, if if you like, I had a girlfriend. Eh, kind of. Eh, nothing super <laughs> major. No offense there. Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting. I didn't have much. uh, I went to all the fifteen. Well, in our countries, we don't celebrate Sweet Sixteen, but instead we do the fifteen years old. You know, and I went to everybody's in the class. uh, uh, Sweet fifteen. I
1: think I only went to one, and I was actually part of the court and. That socially awkward I was, I used the same people from her party to come to my party. Same dancing things and everything, because it was already enough social interaction for me. It was right. it was really diff- difficult for me back then. But yeah, I only went to one
0: I that went, I remember. I went to many. Some of them friends from the high school, from my high school. Some of them friends outside, you know, high school. Um, that was, like, the most sociable that I was at in the school, you know. In university, I did change a lot. University changed me substantially in many ways.
1: I think so, but, you know, once you're in that type of, the, of your life, you're already an adult-ish. But it's it's different. So one of the things we wanted to kind of, like, discuss today is like earlier years. Yeah, no, I know. And one of the things that I'm pretty, pretty sure that I learned from my parents disciplining me, I will not ever, (laughs) unless something major happens, like I will never ever hit my child. Okay. That will be me. That's one of the best lessons I learned from their parenting style.
0: Okay. If I get to learn a lesson, I have spanked my daughter a couple of times, yes. I know. Not strongly. Not happy. Not happy wife. Not strongly. I never pursued to hurt anyone, and that includes her, mostly her. But sometimes when you have... Because we have techniques, you know? That we
1: have a lot of techniques, but there is a point. There is a boiling point. You tried everything. You're frustrated. All the planets misalign, and you just cannot make it.
0: Yeah. But usually that has happened, like, what? Like twice in four years? Maybe... Maybe once, to be honest. Yeah. And, uh, and the thing is, it's not like we want to spank our kids and everything. No. But sometimes, sometimes when you have, as you mentioned, like when you are at the boiling point, and that sounds like an excuse, by the way. Um, I it is have, not. But, you know, is the, the thing is, um, Isabella is usually very well behaved. She's a very good kid overall. She is a very calm and quiet now. Uh, she likes to scream, she likes to sing, she likes to dance, and it's, she's, she's pretty average, like in that in that sense. Yeah. So, and we most of the time our discipline is to correct her, to you know, to put her in timeout and to do that and stuff. So I will I will say that if there is a lesson that I want to have, is to be actively involved. In my child's life, now I'm not saying that my dad was particularly absent because that would be unfair with him. At a different time. Yeah, and, and he used to travel a lot, not as much as your dad, but but very frequently. He traveled for uh, ten or fifteen years, every other week to Bogota and stay there a couple of days or weeks and come back. Yeah. So it's I see
1: that.
0: yeah. So th- th- that's I I also travel for work. And I go to other cities, and then I have to come back and everything. But I want her to have a lot of memories with me, hopefully as much positive as I can, yeah. and lead by example if, if I and can. And also
1: different times, you know, because we do have FaceTime. We, we, we can see you. We yeah. can do our routine every night when you're not here. And also you have me that I'm, I'm you know, building up her um, expectation of what, what to you know, anticipate from you. Like, right. what's going to happen? Dad is going to be working. He's not here. Okay, let's get ready. Let's get, let's call him. And you answer no matter where you are because you know it's nighttime. Right. So uh, she knows, she's saying, she is looking forward for you to come back. So yeah. it's different. Our parents didn't have that.
0: Yeah, no, that's, yeah, technology helps a lot. That's very true.
1: And also, I was about to say that lesson as well because my dad... Wasn't there a match when we were younger, and when he was, he was a bit peculiar. Like, if we had, you know, the Olympic games uh, at school, we would do just the parade and then go home. He didn't like to stay for the matches or but, for act- after activities or social activities. So that I think also built up in my social skills as well. <laughs> well, if
0: if that if that helps, um, my my both of them didn't enjoy like the massive uh, you know like oh let's go to the school activities we went to all of them but we tried
1: to sneak out but it was kind of like mandatory at your school
0: to an extent it was because we were participating on the organization of it Uh, and each one of the classes kind of like being an (laughs) HOA (laughs) oh boy but yeah, we each one of the classes and each one of the classrooms will need to take responsibility or accountability for a particular section mm-hmm. of the parade or the event or whatever it was. You were in the
1: PTA committee. Your parents were
0: not by choice, no. <laughs> but but yeah, so it, it is part of the of the deal. At the end of the day, we we needed to stay a little bit. But, I mean, I had, in my high school, I had like my group of friends and we were just us and it was not like, like everybody, you know. I, I believe I'm sociable, but close friends I have few. I, I like to talk with everybody and I can, I considered myself as a very open guy for talk with anybody. But that's kind of drifting outside, but, you know,
1: it's... I'm the total opposite in that way. I don't like talking to people unless I'm working. But like socially, uh, I just need, I need you next to me. So I let you talk and I just jump in. Just kind of like now. You do the talking. I just give my comment right then. But um, I try to avoid those interactions. But with her, I'm not going to be part of the PTA. Not because I don't find a community. Her school community is pretty great. I like it. Yeah. But I think if I want to be involved in that level of organization, I need to give it my 100% at all. And I don't have the time for that. Yeah. But I do want to like, you know, take her to her dances, take her to her garden day, like grandparents day, like everything that we can and make it possible. I felt awful when she had grandparents day and she was the only child with no special friend or even they us there. So... I just yeah. don't want that to happen again. I want us to be involved in every aspect. Like I know we go to her therapies and if there are birthday parties, we, we, we go as much as we can.
0: Okay, so let's pause for a second and then come back with some of the extra topics that we have planned for today. That sounds good to you? Yes. Alrighty, see you in a minute, don't leave. still here that's great hi (laughs) so one thing before we continue with the topic you mentioned PTA
1: parent-teacher association
0: thank you it was killing me (laughs) so so now um, let's continue with the regular programming
1: yeah so we were talking a little bit more of what we want how do we want to be for Isabella's parents Yes, we do want to be present in all her activities and all her, um, you know, therapies, social events, and even here at home, sometimes it's really difficult. You know, technology is an advantage, but also disadvantage sometimes. We just want to chill out. We just all, we're all in our screens and we don't interact that much, but that's okay too. So, but it's just, we don't have to abuse it, that's all.
0: So, what will you say that will be uh, an ideal parenting for you?
1: I think that I want my kid to understand that we are authority in a way, mm-hmm. but that we're also here for her. So yeah. I know, uh, you know, we all want to be friends with them, but let's face it, not everyone wants to be friends with their parents when you're that young. When you're that young, you just do. Whatever you're told to do,
0: and before and after that, you don't want to be friends with your parents because, yuck.
1: I know, but um, but I do believe like I want her to feel comfortable enough to tell me whatever it's on her mind, and just share with us any experience and situation that she's kind of doing now, because you know uh, when we went to the movies, you ask her. How was it like and she was like okay yes did you have fun at the movies yeah and you ask her something more she said it was cold <laughs> so yeah Isabella doesn't express that much you know her story of the day or how things were she will tell you what she did but the fact that she actually told us a bit extra about that experience it was a small small victory for me
0: for yeah. us yeah no I agree I agree and of course And this is very cliche but disclaimer of course is every kid is different and once you hear this this podcast you will not get potentially like oh this is exactly what i want to do but you know some ideas here and there might be good for me if you ask me an ideal parenting is about measurement and it's about balance so you mentioned technology I want her to be well versed in technology, but not be like freaking all the time in, into, you know, the iPad or whichever technology device it is. Uh, I want her to play outside. <laughs> the little problem is that we need to be outside in these hundred I'm not plus... An,
1: I'm not an outdoors person, even though if it was cold, I cannot do outdoors. Yeah, well... Luckily, there's play, indoor playgrounds, there's a lot of indoor activities, but still... I don't want my daughter to be like me. So right. that's why she's at the school, she is. That's why she does all her activities outside. She's very comfortable with nature.
0: Yes. So Yeah. Yeah. I am just, I, I don't know how to phrase this properly, but I'm just going to say it and then we move on. I believe, <laughs> yeah, I think that I am too lazy, I will say, to be like super outdoorsy because it requires a lot of sweating now. Everybody will be like, oh, this guy. I I like to sweat doing activities that are fun to me. Like playing a sport or something. I'm cool with that. Uh, some of the walking outside is is cool. But hiking, yeah. No. And doing those kind of things is, is not lake my... Lake is bad. okay. Yeah, like, lake is okay. We can do okay. a lake. Yeah. We have
1: a nice, cute lake somewhat close to us. We mm. haven't been there this summer. But we have yeah. been there every summer.
0: Yes. So it is... Yeah so that that is also necessary uh, and you I believe you touch a point that is is perfect of something that I think I don't want Isabella to be a, a mini me either no I want her to be herself and one of the things that a parent or a good leader for that for that sense is I can enable her I can empower her yep. to explore everything that she needs to uh, to make mistakes and this is something that I in my parenting style I always include is I let some some problems come in yep. to her so I, she can solve them yes she can solve them because the problem and, and I heard this from a comedian funnily <laughs> enough there was a guy when he was talking in, you know in, in comedy you always have like serious moments within the comedy he said you can raise your kid in the, in the world that should be or in the world that is. And in the world that is, there is a lot of things like crimes and things that happen. Now, I'm not saying that I'm letting those into into our ho- household or to our daughter, but I do paint her the world as a somewhere that you need, need to explore, but something that you need to be aware of that is not always like super happy bubble. And
1: it's also a bit challenging sometimes because she's... In her own bubble, and she yeah. has some um, difficulties getting out of her own bubble, and that's why she's getting all of her therapies. We're getting exposure. We're going places, like because it's not just her. We're used. We're so used to her being her unique way that everything in the house is perfect. But the reality is out there. So yeah. whenever we have an encounter, uh, encounter, like today, we went to the playground and she's good at taking turns she's is good following like you know social distancing and kind of understanding that there are also other kids playing in the same playground but she in the end she told his mom guys guys are there like she was referring that there were kids in the playground and she wanted them out of her slide right but she needs to suck it up (laughs) and learn that other guys have to play there
0: well you know and that is not necessarily for her condition any kid wants everything for their own you know
1: yeah but most of the kids like we, when we went to the splash pad this week mm-hmm. and um so they all came and say hey what's your name how are you isabella totally ignored them she was just
0: like she answers the, the what's your name
1: yeah she did like yeah isabella and she left But she didn't see it as a social invitation of like, hey, let's play. And this kid even came into her, he's like, do you want to play with me? She was like, yeah. But then she just played by herself and let him (laughs) do his thing. (laughs) So I think exposure and us getting comfortable with her being uncomfortable is also something that we need to do.
0: So would you say that for a kid in the spectrum, exposure is key? Of course, guided exposure and, you know, targeted exposure? It
1: will be up to your child's ability because, like, let's let's look at someone else. Let's look at my um, nephews or at uh, Sarah. Or, like, someone who is different, who is also on the spectrum. It has nothing to do with verbality itself. But how would you expose Sarah or Nico to a social interaction? Okay.
0: Yeah, I, I hear think, your point.
1: And also it will be... A matter of, like, and I hate uh, putting Sarah as an example, but we just had her birthday party. <laughs> and uh, and um, it was, like, her mom was planning her party the whole time, and she was kind of, like, figuring out and navigating what would be a best choice for her for location and, uh, you know, for her party. And she was considering the splash pad.
0: Right
1: then again um, she had to think of all her guests mm-hmm. some of them were in the spectrum some of them weren't and going to a splash pad is kind of chaotic in a way Yeah. and not every kid not even like uh, neurotypical kids will take it and handle it pretty well Right. so imagine kids in the spectrum so it's a bit different so I think repetition sometimes exposure for us at least that's what we know it works right. like look when we go to you know when we travel yeah look how well has that come so far and not to jinx ourselves but like we started traveling uh locally so we exposed her we exposed ourselves because handling her with a new situation is not fun so we started traveling short distances one night away two nights away and it was hell at the beginning
0: Oof, yes <laughs> I remember that but I will say that with age Isabella has become much more welcoming of, of traveling and she actually Enjoyed collaborate it. a lot yeah yeah in yeah. our last trip we went to the beach and we will probably discuss this in a later podcast but she got sick almost the entirety of the trip thanks to a kid in her class and um, and she still managed it very well yep very very well i was very proud of her and uh, quite honestly i mean we're surprised yeah because she took her medicine in she was with the best disposition despite the fact that a couple of times she has fever and she had fever and everything she did
1: great she slept on her own oh yeah in a bed bed. in a bunk bed yeah which we usually take you know the inflatable toddler bed and She has her safe space and everything, but she said this is my space, she claimed it, she owned it, she was really happy about it. But also what you mentioned, you know, she's growing up, it's easier a bit now to negotiate with her. Make her understand, like before you had to give her warnings for timeouts. Yes. Like right now, if I don't have to say it as a warning, I will say like, okay, so Isabella, why are you doing this? And she'll go, because I want to, of course. And um like, well if you keep doing that, you know what will happen. And I don't wanna do that. And she goes like, Oh, okay, mom, I don't mm-hmm. wanna go to timeout. So yeah. she kind of knows already what to expect from us. But again, that's also exposure and repetition. Yeah. So and look how our timeout has evolved since she was younger until now.
0: We haven't used timeout in months, plural. Yep. And, and sometimes when she's doing something wrong, or mildly wrong, she turns around and sees our faces. And if she sees a smile, which for me is very important because being in the spectrum, reading non, yeah, reading faces and like body language and is something that is challenging, uh, but she actually looks at me Uh, because I I make her the the most faces (laughs) of disapproval on on, on when she's doing something mildly crazy. And she sometimes, before she does it, she says, Oh, sorry, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) You know, she knows it and, and, and it's fantastic. Like, for instance, today, today, after I read her story, I put her to bed, I put her cover on. When I was about to put her cover on, I was like, what is this? She had a little cup, one of plastic mm-hmm. cups, in her bed. What she did, she immediately threw it away. <laughs> and look at me with the sm- the sweetest smile of like, you love me, you love me. And I'm like, fine. I, I will just, sometimes, and I will say, like, if you are a by the book dad or mom, like a parent that is like by the book and is completely strict, it also ruins it because... I believe that some of she she needs to win a couple of times. And also I I
1: also would say and add to that. Like we were using timeout for everything before. Yeah. When she couldn't understand and it was just like timeout, timeout all the time. Use your timeout wisely. That would be my best advice. Just choose your battles, see what you can actually teach your kid to do or uh, talk to him or her directly before going. I use it as a last resource one, but before I used it for everything, and that kind of also ruined it in a way.
0: I agree. To be honest, is you know punishment or price. If it is used in excess, it kind of loses its value. I, I agree with you. It's, it's difficult. It's difficult. And, and and Isabella, be beyond having or not um, her her autism. Isabella has a very strong character, and she's very bossy, I wonder <laughs> who she inherited from. Anyway, so um, it is, she, she needs to stay in control, and sometimes that is, um, that is, you know, that makes it difficult, and that's why we kind of do a lot of timeouts, that's why we sometimes, you know.
1: It's also frustrating, and we also had a a couple of techniques for us as parents when frustrations were boiling up and we couldn't you know we have those bad days and i just look at juan and i say i don't have the energy for this i cannot handle your daughter today and i just like and he goes like don't worry i got it so luckily every time that this has happened to us yeah the other one is okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, most, most of the time. So patience is not my strongest anything, <laughs> but usually uh, yours is, you are very patient. But when she runs out of patience, thankfully, so far, again, so far, uh, we have been having, um, I have been with patience and I have been uh, cool to take care of Isabella. Um, and the rest of the times when I'm not cool, usually you are. So,
1: yeah, but yeah. You, we kind of like wanted to, and that's Hazen, she wanted to come and say hi. Yeah. So, but, but remember in the past, like when Isabella and you were having a rough time, I wanted to help. So I will come in and try to like look at Juan and, you know, look at you and say, are you okay? Can I take over? And he will call me a helicopter mom because I was hovering all over. But I wanted to be helpful.
0: Yeah. No, and and it's appreciated. But I needed to do it because it is her difficulty and mine. So we needed to have, like, that level-headed conversation with her. And now it's cool because I can actually talk to her a lot. And she talks a lot.
1: (laughs) I don't Uh, know who she got it from.
0: Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So... So now, what do you think? And I'm just curious, like, really, how do you envision or how do you believe Isabella will be when she's a lovely teenager? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I
1: yeah. have no idea because every time I try to get something about her...
0: She's lapping our face yeah, and say, she, wrong!
1: You're wrong, Mom. This is not me. So I hope her to be just as like she is right now. Happy, unique comfortable with her own self, proud of her work, try to get more interactions, try to get a, a couple more friends, and uh, hopefully um, have that trust with us. I'm not going to even mention boys or girls at this point. Yes, I'm always open for both possibilities. But um, I'm not going to even think about that because I she's still four. But I do see her uh, being her... Oh, sassy out there, oh yeah! happy out there, bringing her interesting questions everywhere and having her ideas and being bossy with everyone, just with a wiser mind.
0: Wow. You know, I think that, yeah, Isabella is a princess. Everyone that knows her, and we are painting a very picture of her, she's a princess, and I'm not saying it's because, oh, is your princess because you're a dad, no. What I'm saying is her behavior, her mannerisms, her attitude, she's soft to the touch, she's soft to the talk, and she runs delicately, she's incredibly feminine. And by the way, uh, being four years old, nobody can teach you that. You can, you can you know, pretend it or whatever in a later time, but Isabella is like that 100%. So I believe that she will continue to be a princess i think that she will continue to um, be strong in her voice and her opinions i want to believe and this is me wanting nor predicting necessarily but i want to believe that she will be good with negotiations oh yeah because she has becoming a trend in which she asks why why we stop oh because the other cars are because it's a traffic light so we need to stop oh but those other cars are moving oh but that's another part of the traffic light and once she sees green, by the way, she goes like, Go, papi, go! And she starts saying, like... Faster,
1: oh. faster! Yeah,
0: she loves she loves speed, Jesus. And she will be a, a very speedy driver. Um, I'm expecting some tickets there, and I'm not happy already. Um, but, if the, but she she usually is, is sweet. She's like, oh, other cars, you can come, pa- Don't be scared of papi. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I think that she will be this princess. She will be this very feminine, very delicate I believe so and I hope that she gets very much open uh, for conversations I'm planning, of course we are planning to tell her once she has understanding of what autism is so she understands some stuff that some other kids will say like but why you don't like this or something and she's like I don't like it and now she understand. whenever that happened, she can understand why, Yeah. but that ago, of course that is a conversation from some other
1: podcast <laughs> no matter what she is she will become i i just uh, picture myself uh holding your hand and it comes like this image to my mind i just remember this um uh, movie you know one of those uh, popular ones back then where you had the big wave destroying everything mm-hmm. so it's you and me holding our hands looking at that big wave and how to write it Wow. Because that's how life is and that's how parenthood is. And as long as um, we're together and we're in sync on what we want for our daughter, we'll be okay.
0: Boom. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot say anything to top that out. So, But one of the things that I want to... she's like, okay, then why do you just keep talking? Uh, so one of the things that we want to bring to the episode... Um, and to each one of the episodes is, um, uh, and this is just like for closure, discipline is the first topic that we talk, and discipline is something that we have been lacking on the on the show. Yes. And because of that, this is a commitment now, uh, in the sense that we will give a preview of our next episode. Means that it will force us to every episode we have to have a, the other one coming at least planned
1: don't worry I'm a planner for that and since we have the commitment we have a bunch of scheduled um, shows coming back yeah and uh, we will have some also news on the social uh, networking one so um, we will have a media a platform there and Instagram once we have it out, uh, we'll definitely let you know so you can follow us and we can definitely discuss more what works for you guys, what do you want to hear from us. Um, you know, we, we want to engage with our community. It's a small community, but um, we really, really appreciate all the support you're giving us.
0: That's right, and um, by the way, uh, coming soon, and I say soon because I'm working on it right now, we will also be present in iHeartRadio on Amazon a music podcast uh, so you can be you can find us in all those platforms which yay uh, that's awesome I will say uh, but well okay that, that's the plan for the podcast what is the topic for the podcast happening by the way bi-weekly so <laughs> you can have time to digest and the new guys that starts so we, with this one just can play the other we five. kind of
1: touch it briefly on this one so You know, Juan is social. I'm not social. How about Isabella? So, the next podcast would be Time to Be Social or Maybe Not.
0: Stay tuned, everyone. Thank you. Have a great night or day. (laughs) See you guys. Bye. Bye bye.